Razorback safety Jalen Catalan announces he's going to be returning next season. Arkansas has a chance to sign the most in-state prospects since the 2008 class, as well as some more updates on the 2022 class that Arkansas will be signing today. It's all coming up on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Happy filling your needs day today, as I like to call it, because that's pretty much what signing classes are all about. Every single coach shows up and says, we have filled our needs. This guy fits our needs. This guy addressed our needs. Well, I would like one time for an actual college football coach to come out and say, you know what? Our signing class sucked. It was awful. Probably not going to happen, but still. One day, maybe, you know, somebody would do it. There's a few coaches out there that I could predict, but Sam Pittman's not going to be one of them. But we'll talk a little bit about the recruiting class. I know that we're probably going to try to do a full breakdown on the podcast tomorrow because as the time of recording this podcast, signing day is still going on. So it kind of be dumb to start talking about all the process or all the commitments and signees and all that stuff and breaking it all down before it's even complete or at least before the day is out because there could be some surprises and all that. So we'll do that tomorrow as far as really getting in depth. Uh, but I wanted to start off the podcast, obviously, with the big news that came out late yesterday that Jalen Catalan, the Razorback safety, announces that he will be returning for his senior year, I guess, or for his for next year, I just say, because I think the COVID year has really confused me and a lot of other people as far as like, what's your actual classification? But still, he's coming back next year, and that's really all that matters. And I'm not saying it's surprising. I think that uh, most people kind of were hopeful for this and kind of felt like uh, this would be something that uh, would be announced here shortly or here soon. Uh, but there was always that kind of feeling in the back of people's minds like, well, maybe maybe he gets a good draft grade. Maybe he's healthy now and he just wants to focus on his NFL career. Maybe that's the case. But either way, he goes out on Twitter yesterday and puts out a video, which uh, was pretty short to the point. It was, I think it was 55 seconds long, something like that. Uh, but essentially, he said in, in kind, quote, this place has been a second home for me since I arrived in 2019. Love and support of my coaches and the great fans here have been second to none. The relationships and accolades made on and off the field have been something I'll forever be proud of and cherish. Every time I step foot onto the field, all I want to do is put my best foot forward and wear that Razorback logo with pride and honor. My family always told me, follow your heart and just enjoy the journey. And that journey will continue here. Boom! And then it happens and then everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's coming back. Woohoo! Yeah, so excitement went around with this. And, you know, it was weird because this season, obviously, he was hurt the majority of the year. In the beginning of the year, though, when he was playing, I still think he was hurt. Like, he wasn't looking the same. He didn't he didn't play the same. He was like, well, where's the preseason All-American Jalen Catalan that we all know and love? What was going on? Uh, again, maybe I was wrong about that. Maybe they were – he just had a, kind of a slump. But he definitely struggled a little bit earlier this year when he was actually playing. And – to have him come back is monumental for Arkansas. Like offensively, I think we even talked about it a little bit maybe yesterday or the day before. Like offensively, Arkansas should be in pretty good shape. You, you know, you got your quarterback back, which is, of course, the biggest deal. Uh, you got the majority of your running back room 
and at least the biggest playmakers coming back. That's big. Uh, you're going to have the majority of your offensive line back, which is big. And you're going to have, you know, most of your wide receivers back. And then you get the transfers coming in there, too. And so, like, offensively, you're fine. Defensively, though, is going to be like, hey, all the help you can get, get it. And anybody that is even thinking about coming back, get them back here because you don't want to be com go from completely having a competent SEC defense to next year you got pretty much a bunch of new starters. Like, there was an opportunity where Arkansas was going to go from, have, of course, having their starting 11 this year to going to, like, two <laughs> next season. and Because <clears throat> you were going to be losing all of your linebackers. Uh, you could lose all your D linemen. Losing, you could have lost Catalan, Montero Brown, Joe Fouché. Like, you could have lost all these guys. And so far, now you got, for sure, Jalen Catalan back. Um, people are feeling good about Bumper Pool coming back. You know, Ridgeway's still up in the air. He's he's going through his options and everything. But chance he comes back. Same thing with Monteric Brown. Chance he comes back. Uh, we know that the transfer portal is going to be hit pretty heavily when it comes to defense. So you this is what you needed. Like you needed to be able to keep the ones at home that you could. And Jalen Catalan, to me, I could hear arguments for bumper pool, but to me was the biggest get you could keep here. The guy makes a difference. And he, you know, he's kind of like a, Dr a Traylon Burks in the way of just the threat of him being out there makes teams adjust their offensive game plan. Kind of the same way that Traylon Burks would have other offenses adjust their off uh, defensive game plan. Same thing goes for Jalen Catalan. Because when he's back there at safety, they're not going to test him. They're not going to want to test him. They're not going to want to throw over in that area. So they got to adjust to make it happen because he's that good. He's that type of factor. So... Getting him back is just going to alone make that big of a difference. Now, hopefully he gets healthy. Hopefully we get to see uh, the Jalen Catalan in 2022, same one that we saw in 2020, because I think that you know having him obviously makes this defense tremendously better. And he's a veteran. Like That's the thing that a lot of people maybe take for granted is the fact that he is a seasoned veteran that is a guy that understands how to be successful here in the SEC. And that will go a long way, too. So I'm just happy. I'm happy that Catalan's coming back. I wasn't surprised. I was kind of hoping. But now it comes down to the next steps. Bumper pool. I think he's coming back. I'm going to go out on a limb. I, it's, you know, this was sure to go wrong. I would bet dollar to donuts bumper pool comes back. Now, the other ones, not feeling, I, I don't think Ridgeway comes back. I think Ridgeway moves on. I hope he comes back 100%. I, I just know. I have a feeling that he's probably going to move on. And uh, Monteric Brown, I haven't heard one way or the other, but at least talking with some of the recruiting guys and people that know, they don't feel great about him coming back either. Uh, but if you can get Bumper pulling Catalan back and just at least at minimum to get those guys back, you'll be in great shape. And you'll be exactly where you need to be uh, to head into the 2022 season and really feel good about your defense as well. But we'll talk a little bit more about recruiting and in-state recruits and all those things too. But, hey, bowl season's here, right? I'm telling you guys forever about prize picks. If you still haven't signed up, that's a you problem. What are you waiting for? In addition to college football action, prize picks makes college basketball that much more exciting as well. It's the daily fantasy made easy at prize picks. It's the college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone ever in the world. And this is your chance to get in on it. You can have mixed sports entries, whether it's football, basketball mixed together, all in the same deal. And it's very easy to do because they have an award-winning app that you can download on the App Store or Google Play. Entries can be made 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. 
Price Picks offers safe and fast withdrawal, so don't hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code Locked On, or go to the App Store and download the app today. With Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy made easy. Also, just think about this, folks. This is it. It's the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Better not be. Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. What are you doing? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control, your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. You can also check out the fact that they can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, they are offering the same kind of financing program. For those that are ready to upgrade, go to netsuite.com slash NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing business. Again, netsuite.com slash NCAA. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we said that we were going to uh, kind of talk about recruiting and not really get into the uh, breakdown of the entire recruiting class because it's not finalized at the time of this recording, and I don't want to do that. So, uh, But one thing that I did see, and this is coming from actually uh, Richard Davenport, he wrote an article on it on wholehogsports.com. I, uh, I'll, of course, always want you guys to check, the, check out what they do because they do a great job of covering everything. But uh, one of the things that he had pointed out is that Arkansas has a chance to sign the most in-state prospects today since 2008, which it's crazy because 2008 featured 15 in-state recruits. And that was the year, for those of you who don't remember, uh, that was uh, Bobby Petrino's first recruiting class. Tyler Wilson, Jarius Wright, Joe Adams, Greg Childs, uh, Chris Gregg, I think was part of that group too. Like a lot of in-state kids. Jake Beckett, I think, was on there too. Yeah, like just insane amount of talent that came from the state of Arkansas. Boy, you wish you had classes like that pretty often. But still, uh, <clears throat> Sam Pittman is expecting to sign 10 in-state prospects today and nine others beyond Arkansas borders. So you're talking about over half today, or at least half, of the uh, players that are going to be signed to the 2022 recruiting class are actually from the state of Arkansas. Now, <clears throat> why is this important? Why is this something that we even bring up or why is it something that gets talked about on sports talk radio or, you know, anything that gets mentioned and content wise about in-state recruiting and all those things? Why it's important? Well, I look at it from this perspective and, and I'm going to be honest about it. Arkansas, the state of Arkansas, does not produce a high level of football talent. Year in and year out, it just does not produce a high. Now, it's not to say that there won't be some years where they do or some players that are incredible, like we've seen it. Like Darren McFadden is one of the prime examples of that. It can happen. But by and large, pretty consistently, Arkansas just doesn't do that. Now, they produce insane amount of basketball players, men and women's. Like, I mean, it's probably one of the most uh, incredible states considering the population to be able to produce those type of high-level players. So in basketball, you don't have that problem. But in football, you do. It's just not always going to be there. 
But sometimes you'll find those diamonds in the rough. Sometimes you'll find those guys that are able to play at a high level that uh, maybe didn't get an opportunity or maybe didn't get the exposure that they needed because of where they were from or the fact that they were from Arkansas or whatever they may be. The important, though, part of being able to build that fence around the state of Arkansas, and it sounds cliche, but it's here's why it's important. Because this is the only game in town. This is the only game in town. The Razorbacks are it. There's no pro teams. There's no other major college teams. This is it. And when you come from the state of Arkansas, there's always kind of an expectation that comes along with it that you understand the lifestyle. You understand the culture. You understand the chip on the shoulder that Arkansans will always have because of the fact that they're not appreciated or never feel appreciated or respected because you're little old Arkansas. And so anytime that someone can get or the program or the fans can get a little bit of a glimmer of respect or something that they can, you know, add on to the, the poster board and be able to say that, yeah, we did that. We got that. Prime players in the state mean something when they come from the state because of that fact, because people are proud of it. They are proud of those kids they are proud of the fact that they are from Arkansas. And what better way to continue to be a part of Arkansas and continue to represent Arkansas than to play for the flagship school in Arkansas. Like that's just the mentality fans have. And it's, and it's not wrong that they have it. Like there's no problem there. And they're also on the other side of it. Shouldn't be any issues that anyone should take with a kid. That's wanting to leave the state of Arkansas to go further their college career. That's their decision, but it just means more to borrow the sec phrase. When they come from Arkansas, they stay in Arkansas, they put on Arkansas, and they end up being Arkansas at a high level. Like, you know, you, you think about Darren McFadden and what he was able to do and, and the, the player that he was, how big time that was to be able to have someone like that. Um, I mean, uh, you know, Sosa Game was a guy that stayed in, in the state that was a high-level player that decided to come to Arkansas. You know, there's there's numerous examples of it. Traylon Burks, how about him, you know? Arkansas kid wanted to go to Arkansas. That's what he did. And he represented it well. So there's just a level of pride that comes along with it. And so when you're able to do what Sam Pittman is doing this year and signing 10, 10 prospects from in the state, first of all, I'm hoping, and I am assuming that they are sec caliber athletes or else you wouldn't want to sign them. Like they're going to be guys that can help out the state and help out Arkansas immediately, or at least have the potential to help them out or else you wouldn't sign them. Like I'm hoping that's the case, but it's also really cool to see that Sam Pittman understands that. He once again proves that he's he under, he gets Arkansas, man. He gets it. He gets what it's about being here. He, he, he loves the fact when people want to be Razorbacks and want to have that Razorback on their on their helmet and on their jersey and they represent him. Like he understands, he wants people that want to be the same as him, where they love this place and they love this state and they love the university and they want to represent it with pride. Like that's what he wants because that's the culture he's trying to build. And so that's why it's so cool to see in-state kids who are staying home, especially the high-level ones that could have gone elsewhere, that could have gone to other SEC schools, but they chose Arkansas because this is where they want to be. Like, that is an element that you just can't overstate. And Sam Pittman gets it. He just gets it. And so now we're going to start seeing, hopefully, that anytime there's a big-time player that comes out of this state, comes to the University of Arkansas, because it's tough enough to recruit here as it is when you don't have that high level of in-state talent. Like, you got to go to Texas where it's competitive. You got to go to Louisiana where it's competitive. Uh, obviously, Sam Pittman has a lot of connections in Georgia from when he was out there. So you're, you probably can go into there as well. 
I mean, they got a defensive back coming from Michigan. It's a four-star, right? We'll take it as long as you can play. But it's just you have to be able to combo both. You have to be able to get all the big-time in-state kids while also going outside the state and recruiting high-level talent as well. It You can do it at Arkansas. It is possible. I just want to see one year where Arkansas gets a top-10 class. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. I don't think so. But at the same time, though, more I think about it, the transfer portal, does it really matter? I mean, shoot, Arkansas's already got a five-star wide receiver and a four-star defensive lineman coming in in the transfer portal. That's bigger than any other, other recruits that they could possibly have. So I'll take that. I'll be fine with that. Maybe they can do more of that. Maybe the classes will increase and people will give a little bit more uh, uh, excitement surrounding the class itself. But I, either way, it's fine. It's fine what they're doing. And, and like Sam Pittman, getting these in-state kids is awesome. I love to see that. And I love to see, you know, the looking at the roster and seeing Arkansas kids. Not that I don't appreciate the ones that aren't from Arkansas, but just to know that they're getting that opportunity. Because I don't feel like, especially under Brett Bielema, I don't feel like there was a... a a pride level, a thing of just saying, you know, this is where we all want to be. This is where I want you to be. I want you to be Razorbacks. It didn't seem like it had that. And even under Morris, I don't even count. So, but Sam Pittman has that. And hopefully he continues to build upon that because that can really help him here in the near future. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And as football season continues to march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so check it out at BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Also, this holiday season, folks, take advantage of some great stocking stuffers with Built Bar, because, listen, Built Bar is something that you can use for all different types of things. Whether you're trying to maintain your weight or trying to lose some weight, they're healthy. They taste great. And when you put them in stockings, you can put them next to all the candy. It's that the kids are going to eat them too because they taste amazing as well because they have so many different flavors to choose from. They give you that extra fuel, that extra boost of energy that you may need during the work hours, especially the stress of the holiday season. It's what you need to take advantage of. For sure. So tell Santa to throw in a couple more built bars into your stocking this year as well. And if you want to try them out and go check out what all they have, just go to built.com. Built.com. You can see all the flavors that they have and all the different varieties that you can choose from. And the best part about it is that if you enter in promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your next order. Doesn't matter if you buy out the whole store, doesn't matter how much you put into it, does not matter. You use LOCKED15, you get 15% off. Simple as that. So go to built.com, enter in lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, too, because I, just a little quick thing that I thought was really interesting. Cole Kublik of the SEC Network actually tweeted out the odds for next year's Heisman. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's so early. Who cares? It's dumb. But still, like, it was not necessarily surprising to see what uh, some of these players were at. Like Bryce Young, who won the Heisman this past year, 13-4 to 4 odds. Uh, so probably won't be betting on him. But C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. 
He's at five to one. Spencer Rattler at seven to one. If Spencer Rattler wins the Heisman at South Carolina, I may jump off a bridge. Um, but uh, Caleb Williams, 12 to one, like all these guys you've kind of heard of and kind of understand and know. But one of the players that is 50 to one is KJ Jefferson. Now, if you want to compare that to other players, Anthony Richardson, uh, Jordan Addison, as well as Malik Cunningham, Sean Tucker, those are the other players that got a 50 to one odds. And, um, I don't know. I saw that and I was like, okay, so I may put a little money on it just for the funsies sake of it. I don't know if uh, he's actually going to win the Heisman, but I mean, some crazier things happen. That'd be an awesome season. But still, like, I just started seeing that and I'm like, man, that just tells you that you have somebody at the quarterback position, the most important position on the field that people in Vegas, which is unbiased in the way of, you know, opinions, they just want to make money. Like that, I actually recognize that, hey, this guy's good enough to at least put him on the board as a possibility of winning the Heisman next year. Like a lot of things would have to happen for KJ to win the Heisman, but he absolutely has the talent to do so. Like he absolutely, as long as he stays healthy, has the capability of being the best quarterback in the country next year. I don't think I'm going out on a limb there. Bryce Young obviously is probably the household favorite since he won the freaking Heisman this past year. C.J. Stroud's really good, too, but I don't see anybody else like uh, that's far and away better than K.J. Jefferson right now. Like people were saying, well, Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler, did you see what he did at Oklahoma? I mean, he was, he was fine, but I'll take K.J. Jefferson all day long. And the only thing about Rattler, too, is like at Oklahoma, he had premier talent around him. I don't know if he's going to have that at South Carolina. Now, the thing about K.J. Jefferson, though, and this is going to be the biggest point about him, is how is he going to be able to handle not having Traylon Burks to throw to? That's the ultimate question in kicker. Now, Hazelwood could come in and be a nice target. I know that there's plenty of wide receivers that are talented enough on this Razorback team to possibly be able to make it work for him and really step up in a major way. But that's going to be the ultimate question. He's going to have an offensive line in front of him that's very experienced. He's going to help him out. He's going to have running backs that can run that RPO to a T and very effectively. Like he's going to have the pieces around him. It's just, can he find that go-to wide receiver? And can he improve upon this fantastic season he had this past year? He threw three picks, folks. Three. And two of them were in the, like one of them was that stupid Hail Mary at the end of the Ole Miss game. And two of them were in the first two games of the season. The dude was awesome. He doesn't make mistakes. He's not perfect, but he doesn't make mistakes. And he's a leader, and he's a guy that I want the ball in the hands and the final plays of the game, final drive of the game. He proved to me against Mississippi State and against Ole Miss and all that. The dude can win games. He's a winner, and he's going to win. That's how I love. That's why I love KJ, and that's why I think a lot of people, including Vegas, has him listed as a Heisman favorite, or at least in the odds making for the Heisman. So. I'm excited to see what he can do with another year of preparation and uh, training and, and all those things too. And I'll be curious to see what uh, the offense has in store next year too. Because here's another thing, folks, not to go too completely off topic, but Barry Odom and Kendall Browns are remaining your coordinators. There's always these fears of, oh, would they leave? Oh, how much are you going to have? Nope, they're staying. See all these other places that are looking for coordinators. Tough, tough. Barry Odom and Kendall Browns are two of the best. And they're staying in Arkansas for their third year. You tell me that Sam Pittman doesn't have anything going on. You tell me that Sam Pittman isn't a guy that people love to play for and coaches love to coach with. You tell me that after having two of the best coordinators, two guys that are highly sought after and hot commodities, you're coming out here and saying that 
Nah, you know, I don't think anybody wants them baloney. People want them. People wish they had them, but they don't because they're at Arkansas. And I can't wait to see what they do again next season. It's going to be awesome. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.